This is Nikki Bruno with the Epic Comeback Podcast, where warrior women who have been through absolute caca give you advice on getting to the other side of yours. Today is a really special interview for me, my colleague, my friend, and an absolutely incredible human being. Her name is Peggy O'Neill. Peggy, thank you for being with me and welcome. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here with you. Hooray. So Peggy, I'm going to give you the mic right now to introduce yourself and tell us who you are, where you're from, and how you stay busy during the day. All right. Well, I'm not standing up. So uh, one of the, I'm, I'm a very unique individual and I stand a whopping three feet, eight inches tall. And I am, uh, for the last 15 years, I've been an inspirational speaker, a corporate trainer, I do anti-bullying programs in schools, and I'm an author. And I share my story of overcoming the challenges of being a little person to help people open their minds and hearts towards differences. And I also educate women and people of minorities to find their voice, to speak up, and walk tall. Yes. And yeah. Peggy, where do, you, where do you live? Tell us where you live. Yeah, I live in Ojai, California, and I uh, started in Ojai, so I, Ohio. I was born in Cleveland, Ohio, so I lived several places in between, beautiful places like Boulder and Kona, Hawaii, and uh, blah, 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 Marin County, California. Now I live in Ojai, California, another beautiful place, so I say I've gone from Ohio to Ojai. You've lived in some really awesome places. All of you, Ohio to Hawaii, wow, all over the place. Boulder. Yeah. And what you do and how you stay busy is just incredibly admirable, and I can't wait for our listeners to hear more about it. Yeah. Right now, I'm going to, we're going to take a, a little dive into your personal history. As you know, Peggy, this is a podcast by and for women who've been through difficult stuff. Right. And I would love for you to please summarize what you've gone through personally and what was the worst part of it. Okay, it's a big summons. It's a big, it's a big thing in a small amount of time. So the biggest thing I think that I have gone through is experiencing different kinds of discrimination around being a little person. So as a kid, it was a lot of teasing and name calling, some bullying, being uh, left out of sports, like that sort of thing. As a teenager, then I encountered the discrimination around dating and I didn't have, all my friends were dating. I was in a popular group that wasn't happening for me that continued into college. I developed very emotionally intimate relationships with men and I never got to be the special person. I never got to be the person who went on the date or the, 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 the prom or meet the parents or anything like that. I just got to be the buddy. And that was heart crushing. I mean, heart crushing because in some ways they trusted me in a certain way where they opened to me very deeply emotionally. And it was very hard to not have them want to go to the more than friends part of the relationship and that continued um and i started to meet little people when i was 25 and i had a few dates date you know a few sort of short-term relationships and then eventually um when i was 40 years old i met my husband and i was um that worked out really well and um some things happened before that though that actually i was able to sustain a positive relationship because i had so much negative self talk and i think the hardest part 
of all of that thing I just talked about was believing in myself, believing that I was a person who had value, that I was a reflection of the divine, that I was an incredibly uh, a beautiful and perfect creation of God. So that was hard. I'm sure hard is a word that, that doesn't really do enough, doesn't, doesn't do it justice, but you know, here we are. Yeah, and, yeah. I was suicidal. That's how hard it was. Oh man. Yeah. No, I mean, that is like, that is some absolute caca. And I can only imagine what that was like for you growing up and what you're talking about with dating discrimination and, um, you know, and being the buddy I can really, I, I could, I can just imagine. And like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I can just feel all this compassion, like retrospective compassion. Thank you know, you're talking about it in the past tense and yeah. it really sounds like you are on the other side of a lot of that. And I mean, I, having met you, I, I know that you are in a place of, are in a place of, of a lot of beauty and awesomeness right now. Yeah. yeah. Well, one of the things that happened is I stopped attaching myself to people who weren't willing to go for more. So it's like, I still, have those deep relationships with men, but I've worked out in my psyche how not to attach and how to expect and need something from them. That was the part that was making me suffer. And it took me a long time to get through to see uh, that I was doing it and to break the habit because, so, you know, it's a situation with my mom. You know, there was a pattern set up at the beginning. Yeah. And that's, the, I mean, that's the hard work, right? I mean, right. I feel like that's just. I give anyone so much credit for doing that hard work because it, it requires looking in the mirror. It requires, in a lot of cases, asking for help, including professional help. It yeah. requires facing yourself and telling a lot of really difficult and brave truths. Yeah, and it also it requires feeling a lot of emotions that are very difficult, like your heartbreaking, like hurt, like actually getting present with the fact that you've been rejected a zillion times with um, broken expectations, with abandonment, with um, uh, self-hatred that comes, the hatred that I would, you know, could and should have uh, been directing to these people that were sort of abusing me emotionally, but not really intentionally, mm -hmm. and turning that hatred in on myself. So it was a lot of, and I think that one of my really big turning points was actually getting present with all of that anger that I had towards myself and all the messages I was giving myself about, you're not enough, you're not beautiful enough, you're not cool enough, you're not whatever enough. Yeah. Yeah. And so feeling that was hard and so liberating because every time I did, I came out with like fr the freedom banner, like I am me, I am sovereign, I am so cool. Yes. And that is, I mean, really you're answering my next question, which is, the work that you've done and what you've come mm. through, your own inner work that you've done, yeah, that's the warrior stuff. Like that's yeah. the scariest and hardest and that's the journey, right? It's not yeah. necessarily like I'm a warrior because I can pole vault or because I can like do the javelin, you know? It's it really like that kind of inner work and that's what it takes to get to the other side. The warrior is when you come up against the same situation and you smile and walk away. That is the warrior. And that I mean, and I mean you, and you still are happy in your heart, not like fake smile. Like you actually like are, oh my God, this used to completely throw me for a loop for six months and I'd be in my room crying every night. And now it's like that person has limitations in their ability to love. It doesn't have anything to do with me. 
Yes. Yes and yes. And my question, which you partially answered, but I, I'd love to hear more thoughts, is what is the best thing about being where you are now? What is that you, you know, you've said that it's liberating and you come out on the other side and you're like, yes, I'm happy no matter what. So, so any other thoughts about what is the greatest thing about being on the other side of what you have come through, Peggy? Sovereignty. That's the, the ability to be connected to my deeper self, that I know that I have a home in there, that that connects me to all of life, to, to my divine nature, and that, and that all is about love, and that actually love exists in me and everywhere else, and it's not just in one person or in one circumstance that I've idealized through my fantasies. So sovereignty and, yeah, knowing the truth of who I am. Amazing. Amazing. There's so much I could say, but I'm not going to because you just said it. I will. I'm sure you could because you've been there too. <laughs> so Peggy, I have noticed that really brave, incredible warrior women tend to travel in packs. And I'm wondering if there's anyone for you who stands out, a woman who has an incredible story, maybe two, who stand out for you, who maybe have been inspirational on your journey and you think would be great guests on a podcast just like this one. Yes. Well, um, I um, think that uh, my friend, I had suggested to you, Catherine Woodward Thomas. She's uh, an author and she's written about soulmates and about conscious uncoupling. And she's a person who's been through a lot of relational difficulty. She had a lot of difficulty with her mom. And she's this incredibly brilliant author and this star in the world. And she's had, I think she, her, she had a, um, what's the name of her? like not podcast, but a membership group. And it was something about empowering women. I should know the name of it, but it's been a while. Anyway, um, she created an incredible online community that supported a lot of women in breakthrough. So she would be one person and, oh, there's so many people. Um, well, we can work on this. We can work on this later. Okay. I can raid your Rolodex and we'll follow up. How about that? Okay, good. Okay, good. Okay, awesome. Perfect. Yeah. So Peggy, this is the, this is the big juicy question that I, yeah. that I most love to ask, which is what is one piece of advice or maybe two or three that you would <laughs> give to women who are going through rough times, crisis, desperation, hopelessness right now on how to get to that other side? Okay, great. Well, I'm going to go from three to one, okay? All right. So the third one is to reframe your challenges as gifts and to see that whatever challenge is there is the universe prodding you on to develop into your full potential, to bring your essential nature out and to realize that and to express that greatness in the world. So instead of thinking, why me? Why am I being punished? I hate this situation to just have a mindset shift into, wow, how is this helping me to become a bigger, better person? Number two uh, is silencing your critical voice. I think this is the thing I talk about inner bigness and inner smallness and critical voice is the number one cause of inner smallness. It's always there. Whenever we raise the bar, whenever we make a mistake, whenever we screw up, it's there pounding us down and we just have to say, stop, shut up, and come back to the present moment. I mean, we could talk about that for a long time. And the third one is to 
I call it unveil the diamond within, and that is to connect with your deeper self and recognize that you have diamond-like value, that that's your true nature. And who you really are is who you are meant to, that's what all the challenges are about, is to polish that diamond so that it can shine in the world. And I know for myself that my diamond used to be covered with a lot of tar, of anger and resentment and vengeance and heartbreak. And as I polished and polished and had the therapy and the trauma work and all the stuff that I've done, and um, that, that just the, 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 the diamond keeps getting shinier and shinier. And you have known me in a, in, a, in a time when a lot, there's not too much, you know, like a lot of light is coming through. And so I can say that it works. <laughs> So remember, yeah, and, and, you know, to, to do the, I, I give the little kids in the schools and in the, in the businesses that I go to, I teach them to go close their eyes, go in their heart and actually visualize a diamond inside and remember and say to themselves, what does it feel like to be a diamond? And then to close your eyes and see the diamond and then open your eyes and be the diamond. Peggy, this, the amazingness of you, I am, I'm completely blown away by how inspirational you are. Thank you. Thank completely you. blown away. Thank you. And speechless. Thank you. The diamond, the diamond. I agree with you. I agree with you. And and the three items that, that you just provided as hope and as inspiration and as help, I am not myself currently in crisis, but I know what it's like. And I, I, can, I can feel the inspiration entering the brains and hearts and minds of yeah. listeners. And now I want to ask you a totally silly question, which is, since we're all about being epic here, what is a superpower that you would want if you could have any superpower that you don't already have? That I don't already have? That you don't already have, because I know you already have superpowers. We all do. My, my superpower that I have and I'm developing more and more is transforming victims into heroes. So... That is one that I have and I'm developing and I want to develop more. And then one that I don't have is reverse aging. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there we go. We found a superpower that you don't have. <laughs> yeah. So I wish, yeah, as I got older, uh, that the wisdom could continue to develop and I'd have more and more capacity through my physiology. And I just want to reiterate my three steps again for the people, which was reframing your challenges. I meant to do that before I stopped. Reframing your challenges as gift, silencing your critical voice, and remembering your diamond-like nature. Beautiful. Peggy, yeah. thank you again for being my guest today. I would, like to know, I would like to know where can we find you online? Yes, at PeggySpeaks.com. Easy. Yeah. Peggy Speaks, P-E-G-G-Y Speaks. Dot com. Yep. Dot com. All yep. right. We will indeed all find you there. I have a beautiful uh, giveaway there. It's called uh, uh, Showcasing Your Superpowers. So if people want to look for that, uh, go to my books page and you'll see it. It's a free download. Awesome. And I would like to predict that a year now, a year from now or so, you'll have a new edition that includes the superpower and the secret to aging backwards. Is that what it was supposed to be? <laughs> Whatever. You're going to learn it. Reversing aging. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So everyone, this is Nikki Bruno with Peggy O'Neill on the Epic Comeback Podcast. For more info on how to stage an epic comeback, 
in your life after going through a life-shattering experience, go to theepiccomeback.com.